What happened there? Hey, it's Dr. Lisa. It's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Hey, and you know what? My guest today here is uh, Hennessy. What's up? Hey, and um, she's transgender. You want to turn off that fan back there? Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Oh, man. So I was just asking uh, Hennessy how I can introduce her. She's an actor, and she's also a podcaster, which we were getting into. So explain to me the podcast part. Yeah, well, I've got a show called Bottoms Up with Hennessy with my co-host, um, Emerald Palat, and we do that under Keith and the Girls Premium Content. Mm-hmm. So if you get the premium content, you can hear my show, a bunch of other shows. You know, with Mike mm-hmm. Kaplan, Micah Fox has a show on there. And we're actually going on tour soon uh, oh, cool. to celebrate Keith and the Girls' 10-year anniversary wow. of podcasting. We're doing 10 states in 10 days uh, over on the West Coast starting October 8th. So if you want to check it out, it's com slash tour. And I also co-host a show with Judy Gold um, that's on iTunes and you can find through it. It's called Kill Me Now. Yeah, I was listening to that today, actually, on your behalf. I mean, uh, trying to find out a little more about you before I got on the air, but... Um, I heard, I was listening to how Madonna, uh, Judy was talking about how Madonna was texting in the front row at the Hamilton show, like a Broadway fucking big Broadway show. What an asshole. Yeah, yeah, not her finest moment. Yeah, and then they called her out afterwards on the stage, you know, which is... Because she would have called, you know, anyone out. Oh, I think, you know, I don't... I, I think that that's really rude and destructive, and I don't see any problem. I don't think calling her out from um, from the stage is, like, I thank that person for oh, doing that. Totally. I totally think that's the right thing. So I just want to tell, I have to tell my listeners and you, Lauren, I was starting to tell you this before, but i got to get it off my chest before we get started. i got to get a lot off my chest. Okay, well, I, I don't have that much to get off my chest. <laughs> but um, You've got, you've got it's a couple. A, it's a B. Does it look like a solid B or like Definitely. a B, B minus? No, no, it's no. It's kind of an A. I like your kind of titties. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Totally, totally. They're ju- they're perky and uh, you know. It's got a little handful. support under there. The right one's a little smaller. It had a little bit cut out. It's fine, oh, but no. it had a little bit cut out. Can you tell? It's a little. See this one here? It's a oh, little maybe smaller. Only if you point it out, but you know, yeah. I think otherwise, it's a little smaller. Yeah, and also my left, um, my left no- part of my nose is a little lower, also. Oh. So it kind of works. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm just so wound up today. And, like, I was telling uh, Hennessy that I have all these projects, none of them that are, like, you know, they're all, like, half-assed right now. Nothing has really coming to, for, you know, I don't have anything to say I have coming up, which is, which is, it, none of it's, it's all just stuff swirling around my head that I'm trying to manage and... Um, make happen. And make happen, and it's a really hard place to be. And I'm really stressed out. And when I get stressed out, I get really insecure and I lose my confidence. That makes sense. So I don't want that to happen because there is no fucking way that I should be losing my confidence. No way. And no reason. There's no fucking reason. Yeah. So I'm putting that out here right now so uh, I can see it and hold it. And like, I, we manifest. Let's stop judging me. We're, okay. st- we're not judging. No one's judging me. No. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> great. Inside, doctor. Let's In- leave his head. Yeah. Okay. So I'm vulnerable, too. You know, fuck oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So we m- we're moving on past that. I've got a clip in my pocket to share with you after this show. Oh, okay. We're going to look forward to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love hearing how people are are really insecure. That woman, Jill Soloway, she's so insecure. She wrote about how she's always questioning herself it's it's the most human feeling okay as a transgender person do you think that's more of a female quality or a male do you think men do it in a different way or god i think it's probably more male quality but women but i don't know i'm speaking from a male perspective but i think women take it out on themselves more men take it out on other people i think that women talk about it more and put it into the universe more and own it and hold it more like you just did oh maybe you're right sweetheart i like you you know what i feel like an, i just really like you oh thanks i like um, you too oh 
Um, and do you think I'm good looking? I think you're you're hot as hell. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that matters. <laughs> oh well, there you go. You don't have to be insecure about your looks. That's for sure. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not even thinking about that. Well, whatever. Even your fucking smaller titties, nice and perky. So oh, okay, go, good. You <laughs> hear that? No one can see them. No, but, but she, you also have a beautiful face. And oh, you're so red sweet. Hair. I you look like you. Ariel from uh, The Little Mermaid. Oh, that is so nice. So, um, first of all, I also want to say that you were just in a car accident. On oh, your way over here. Not really a car accident. Um, just a fender bender. I was in a cab and another cab hit the back of my cab. So it was more a boom. And then I got out and waited for them to argue. And then he tried to get money from me still. And I'm like, actually, no, I'm going to get in another cab. So there was all sorts of, uh, in you, were in, like, you were involved in a, in a, like a whole, a whole thing, a dust up, a stressful dust up with, yes. with other humans that are freaking out. Yes. Yeah. I definitely edged my energy a little bit, but I'm really impressed because you thought you, you got here, like you got here before I did, frankly, I'm and, so and I'm really impressed. I, you impressed me. You impressed me. You're right on, right on, all like, right. like right on things. You're on top of things. <laughs> so Whoa, I've never any, been told that before. Anyway, uh, well, you know, um, I was going to say the bar's low, but that's de- self-deprecating, and I'm not doing that. No, Fuck it. I get everything. It. I'm really good at getting shit done. Look at me. I'm right here. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, here's the thing. So we had this conversation on the phone a little earlier when we were talking about how you might be late, and um, I was saying that I wanted to talk to you about, um, you know, I think like the thing that's interesting, you know, the thing that... The thing that it sticks out about you, of course, is that you're transgender, and you're transgender in an unusual way, right? That you are, you identify as male, but you have no interest in transitioning. Uh, I wouldn't say no interest, or like in transitioning, but I've, I definitely have made the decision at the moment to not, uh, mostly because my career. What does that mean? What about your career? I'm an actor. I've been training with this body my whole life. My ah. my comedic timing is just so in this body that it is what it is. My, you know, I mean, this is this is it. This is what I'm used to. This is what I do. I've uh, created a, a um, kind of a nice little character niche for myself as a a dude. You know, living with these experiences in this body, and um, you know, I get a lot of. That's your thing. Good roles uh, for being this way, and that is my thing. I think before a, before a man, before a human, even I'm an, I'm a storyteller first. You know, it's my plight. Right, um, and, and <laughs> yeah, I think changing your whole sword. body around is really like a big deal. And well, it's also the question of uh, am I doing it why for me or am I doing it for others or am I doing it just to be recognized as who I am on a daily basis without having to explain myself to people. And yeah, and will that actually work? That could be disappointing. That's like women who get big tit operations and then they have the same, you know. It does work, actually. If I were to uh, really? start going through testosterone, hormone therapy, uh-huh. and, um, it and does. getting the necessary procedures, there's no reason why it you wouldn't work, especially as a male to female. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it's harder for male to females. Uh, you know, doing a transition because male uh, features, you know, biologically are more angular um, and, you know, it's harder to fight against the testosterone than it is to increase testosterone, sort of. Mm -hmm. So I see. As a biologically female body transitioning to a a biologically male body, you know, it's a lot easier Mm -hmm. because it's easier to, my features are already semi-angular anyway. Right, right. And easier to pass, rather, although the bottom surgery is not as great. Right. Well, I mean, since you said I could ask you anything, so, like, the key thing is, really, how's your sex life? My sex life is great. I married a woman who feels my dick, <laughs> you know what I mean, even though it's technically not there. Um, but, like, th- don't you think that at the end of the day, like, as far as, like, identifying – a whatever your sexuality is and i don't think there's necessarily even um i don't even think like putting putting it in any category transgender or what that's well if i guess it's a broad enough category but like you're you have somebody you love Khamida, Khamda, Khamda, who um if if you i have a lot of art people on this but um keith and the girl is like a really famous 
podcast. And like you said, it's been it's going on its 10 year anniversary. And how many listeners? Or it's just huge. I don't know. A lot of listeners. It's I mean, really famous. I one bought, of the original podcasts. I bought the podcast book. Oh, at the Q- Ultimate Podcast Guide? Yes, at QED when I first started doing the show in May. Oh, it's such so, a good... I bought it, too. <laughs> you bought it? I, yeah, I got she it. She wouldn't give you a copy, <laughs> your wife? Would, she would. I just want to support. She supports me so much. Yeah, she, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, no, they know it. You know, it is... So, anyway, that's your wife. So, that's part of your that's life. That's my wife. And let me tell you, I, I guess I'll... Since you're asking about... I mean, the thing is, orientation is different than gender is different than sex. Yeah. Whether I want to fuck dudes... If I were cock crazy, which I happen to identify as a straight dude... I was born with a birth defect, and it's that I didn't develop like the other boys. But <laughs> just as you don't need your titties and pussy to know who you are and that you're a woman, yeah. I don't need my dick to know that it's missing and to right. know that I don't look like the other boys and to know that I'm a man. I right. would rather be a woman. <laughs> be easier for me on multiple levels. I also yeah. think women are fucking better in a lot of ways, but I'm not man-hating, obviously. I just... Right. Um, it, it, I'm just uh, trying to attest... That this isn't a choice. It's a medical condition. Right. Just as uh, people are born intersexed, thousands and thousands and thousands um, whose peepees don't match, you know, right. regular peepees. So, um, and I was curious about this earlier. I mean, does this say, you know, what's really interesting to me is like how uneducated, I'm just going to say I am. Like, I'm int- really interested in other people and all sorts of, you know, I've seen. Jesus, I saw. Um, You've seen Jesus? No, I saw a uh, tra- uh, a what? What is that? A paraplegic getting a. I was blindfolded in a room where a paraplegic was getting a blowjob once as a performance art. I'm not like I'm not I'm not like, which I thought was amazing. I mean, I'm all about. I'm an open-minded person, and I don't know that much about this shit. So when I'm I'm an open-minded, curious person with a diverse group of friends and I don't know a lot about this and I don't think a lot of people know about like a lot of this so I was wondering if you feel like part of your role on this planet like do you feel pressure to educate people I think because I am an actor and I am a podcaster and I do put myself out there publicly um, and this uh, is who I am it's either uh, because this is such an, it happens to be such an uh, uh, talked about issue right now. It's either I am a sort of representative for the trans movement or whatever, or I'm just hiding myself. So, but how do you? But how do you feel? I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel like <laughs> well, doctor? <laughs> no, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like oh, like you're pissed off that you have? Do you feel like pressure by it, or do you enjoy I feel it? Frustrated. Or? I feel frustrated. I don't identify as a queer person, uh, even though I know I am a queer person. But queer to me means gay or lesbian, and I know that it's a broader term than that. But these are just little inner battles I have with myself as a. As, a, you know, a straight man, although I do have the female experience and all the shit that comes with that. So, you know, I mean, on one side of the coin, it's a little bit like a, a superpower, you know. On the other <laughs> side of the coin, you know, behind enemy lines, I can kind of see both sides. <laughs> um, uh, but on the other side of the coin, it's, um, I'm, I wake up every day emasculated. I oh wow! I, I have every every situation and circumstance. I am misidentified. I have wow. to pick and choose when I want to, you know, set people straight or not, or, right. or correct them or not. Um, do I want to have this fucking moral battle? You know, I mean, every decision to go to the restroom is: do uh. I just go into the correct restroom, or do I make it easy on myself and you know avoid any kind of looks or conversation? Go into the women's restroom since you're the one that wants to gender me right now. Okay, well, like... You know, do I want to tell the deli guy, no, it's actually sir, or do I want to, you know, threaten his whole religious position? Like, I mean, have this... Not everyone wants to have that conversation, you know? Do I want to come off as an angry dyke, which I don't identify as, you know? Or Mm -hmm. do I come off as a man standing up for myself and who I am, you know? Let me go back to the bathroom thing because that's curious. It's I bathrooms. Can't. It's check boxes. It's it's getting a fucking yeah, plane but, ticket. But okay, so you don't have a penis. 
Well, let me tell you first. I mean, of all. how are, how are you going to pee? Like how? That's what I'm saying. Like if you go, how, you go. I would imagine you would go into the women's room because otherwise you'd have to use the urinal. There's or something. not only urinals in men's rooms. So you, if you were going to go, men in the have men's to room, shit too. Yeah, I know they have stalls. I've been and in also, plenty. No, also, so you would just go. You you don't use a urinal. But I mean, that's another misconception. You know, you're general, yeah, I know. You're, you're generalizing that all men pee standing up when a lot of men pee sitting down. Oh, see, I did not know that. I mean, yeah. My dad pees sitting down. Sorry, dad, to out you just now. Oh, so he would go in the stall too. Yeah. Interesting. And a lot of dudes just don't like pissing in urinals because they don't want other dudes looking at their dick. Ah, so you feel, when you walk into a woman's room, do you feel like, is it emasculated or do you feel like you're, you're, of course. But every time I identify as a woman, I am lying to myself and everyone around me. And not only is it emasculating, which I wish it didn't feel that way, but it does. You know, it's a shame that the worst thing you could call a guy is a chick. You know, or faggot no, or whatever. I get it. I'm but married I'm, to a straight man. I know. I mean, they, I'm being called a chick all the time every day of my life, right? Which mm-hmm. is also my choice. Because here's the thing. I know what I look like. Mm-hmm. I don't blame anyone. You know, I know that pronouns are based on visual, not actual. Mm-hmm. I just want people to know the difference. But here, but but here's the thing. I mean, it's really interesting because just like we've we haven't we've met briefly before, probably in whatever sure. social situation. But like just talking to you for real for the last whatever few minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is, I don't even want to look. Um, I feel like I'm talking to a guy. Like when I look at just so you guys out there know, like uh, Hennessy looks like a woman. You know, like. Like an attractive, like any, like oh, easily, and e- like there's no way, like you would look at her and you would think, I clean up nice. Female. We all know this. But I can tell you after just this brief time talking to you, I feel like I'm hanging with like one of my guy friends, which is probably what I, one of the things that I find so appealing about you. I, f- I love that feeling. I don't have enough, you know, guys, I never get to hang out with enough guys. Hmm. You know, um, uh, Judy, uh, I'm Judy Gold's assistant. She says the same thing. She's like, I can't fucking work with women. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. So it has like that feeling of hanging out with a dude. So I, I mean, mean a it's, lot of people tell me that, too, which is very firming. And thank you. Oh, that's that affirming. Out. Oh, but but you're in just like a very unusual space in our society. Isn't <sighs> isn't isn't that it? I mean, isn't it? It, but but what's so weird about it is that um, it's all about the visual and first impressions. So you are it's being judged. You are being judged like the way you know any like black people or worse than the worse than racism. Or women. It's worse than racism. Or actually, old people. Old people look in the mirror and don't see themselves looking back and nobody ever sees them as they are anymore. And I mean, they're just completely misidentified every day of their life. They still feel our age. You know what I mean? They still are the same person. They still want to fuck and laugh and dance. And and we see them as another species. No, you're right. That's I think old people can uh, and, and women, you know. Right. Can really identify with the trans struggle. Sure, sure. But but do you feel even alone in the trans struggle? <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. Oh, God, man. I, I did this BuzzFeed video uh, called I'm a Guy. And, I saw that. And the, I know. It's on my Facebook page, You folks. had a really awesome post about it. Thank you for that. Um, and uh, it I, the, the comments and the letters... <laughs> It's like I got the same letters from the right-wing Christian <laughs> that I did from, you know, the most liberal transgender person. Like, you're a fucking chick. You wear nail polish. You have long hair and you have eyeliner. And I'm like, who the fuck was David Bowie or, like, I mean, <laughs> any fucking hair metal band, you know. Um, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like, are those, are those, is, is that, I mean, were you not a man before you had an operation? Were you not a woman before your operation? What is it that makes you a man? What is it that makes you a woman? Is it my peepee? Is it my peepee? Are we all just, are we all just our peepees? Because fuck, yo, we should be told that. Well, no, I think I mean, I guess great. we aren't told that, but damn, I'm just my peepee. Well, I think what's really threatening <laughs> How ab- silly. about you is that, um, 
I'm a badass. Well, well, that's only one part of it. But I think, (laughs) you know, what's threatening about your uh, sexual orientation is that it's a fear to, to... Well, my sexual orientation is straight. So that's different than my gender, which is male, and my sex, which is female. Okay, so this is another topic that I want to get to, okay? Because, like, when I posted that post about, like, that you were going to be on the show, I used the word transgendered. Yep, that's correct. Oh, Oh, transgendered. And, like, I, you know, because out of stupidity or naivete, ignorance. So, anyway, then the the one post I got was from this person who I adore, Lila Freeman, incredible artist, and it was educating me in the nicest way possible about how I should say, like, it took up all this space about that it's transgender, not transgendered, and why. I had to be corrected on that. Okay, but the problem I have, and this isn't just, this is like, you know, this is like what I call the bra burning factor. Because this stuff, to me, makes me angry and it. it not just with transgender, with all these causes or whatever you want. Focusing on this crap makes me really angry because that's not what's important. But That's a distraction. And then when you get people, and not just me, you get people who are really, you know, not even interested and ignorant and have all these prejudices caught up in that crap, they miss the point. That's true. And that's why... You kind of, that's why I pick my battles. That's why I, I, because, you know, part of me does feel like, well, whether I like it or not, because I'm making this choice to live in this world looking the way I do as a man, I have to expect, you know, a, a, a lot of, of ignorance and not even in a negative sense necessarily. Just, right. I, I mean, I gotta understand, you know, and so the way I approach every person, every person's gonna respond differently. You know, she probably felt that she could correct you. And since you are going on radio and speaking about this publicly, that she should maybe um, correct this because it could be important because unfortunately we live in a world of semantics and labels and words and words are important, which is why it's important that you know that my pronoun is male only if you're going to be correct about it i go by he him his because that's who i am if you call me her it's wrong and if i let you call me her it's a lie i'm not going to correct you every time though why because i understand that that's coming from a place of you're seeing my bra or you're seeing my feminine features or you're which by the way i call a bro and my, <laughs> my titties are my chesticles. This is just how I get through the day to day. Okay, I've That's got an awesome. innie, but thank, um, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. But chesticles. I think that we have to. We have I'm to live. Start using you can. Oh, sure. Can I? Ah, fuck it. Yeah, who cares? Why not? Um, I use girl card all the time. Fuck it. Uh, mm-hmm. But we use um words so often that words are right now for this moment that important. And if you're going to be speaking about it publicly, and now you're an uh, you're an ally. That's mm-hmm. kind of got to be important for you, too. And I, so the only difference, because transgendered means it happened to you. So I was actually born male with a, you know, my dick didn't develop like the other boys. You know, my body didn't right. develop like the other boys. But I was born male. So it didn't happen to me. It's just what I am. Right. I understand all that. I just, you know what I'm talking about, how the conversation gets misdirected into a lot of crap. And, st- and it's not just you. I've seen, like... I was, you know, I was in um, a meeting about, I'm not even going to get into the minutia of it, but it was somebody with a different, not a transgender cause, another cause. I don't even want to talk about it. It's not even a cause. It's just a reality. Or, re- or it's a, whatever. It's a body s- defect or, or not defect. It was somebody about. that had something like that. And they wound up taking the whole time discussing this stuff and being so vigilant about it that we never actually got to do anything. I know. And it, I wound up like a little bit like hating them, not hating them. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe I did hate them. But I wound up feeling really resentful because um, I liked them as people and I wanted to like them. And I didn't give a shit about what, where they were, who they were from, what color, what gender, what anything. I just want to get the job done. Like, let's not focus on that. And I, I was really angry. Well, you know, on the other side of that, um, when you live as a minority who is, um, whose identity is completely just, uh, not really taken into account on a daily basis by everyone and someone gives you just a small amount of time to set the record straight or to talk about it or mm-hmm. to, you know, it, it, it's hard to not 
want to pack in all the information you can all at once just so that someone can fucking see you finally. Yeah, I and could so, see that. You know, I can, no, I, I, that's legitimate. That's good to hear. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. But I'm not going to be a patient person because I'm just fucking not. Well, you tell them. <laughs> You're trans patient. <laughs> so um, do you wind up like feeling like, like, what do you do with the anger? I mean, do you wind mm. up feeling like a, that must, like, what is it like? Like, do you wind up, like, this remind it reminds me of when I uh, spent a, uh, when I went to London for college for, for like six months, and I was the only person, it was in, you know, the 70s, you know, I'm really old, and uh, so uh, I spoke with my American accent, and like, you couldn't, like, I felt like I was so sick of having it pointed out and discussing it and explaining it to everybody I spoke to. Like, is it like that, or like, what's it like? Oh, I mean... Uh, you can't even explain it, but what, can you, can you give no, us a tip sure. of an I- iceberg? It, it is, it, it is exhausting, and sometimes, and it is frustrating sometimes, and the fact that my identity has become this thing, which isn't really me, it's just... It's it's society. You're it's right. just like, it, there's become, nothing wrong with you. It's now not, I'm a trans person rather than just like, you know, a boy with titty. I don't know. Like, I mean, the fact that I have to explain my pee-pee and my identity based on my pee-pee to complete strangers... Uh, is, I mean, and, and I only really get angry when someone knows already uh-huh. and they continue right. to almost on purpose. Ah, um, passive, push your buttons, passive aggressive. Right, right. Just ah. to, it's like you can tell me that you just, and I've said to people, like, can we have a real conversation and just tell me that you don't believe me or you don't get it or you don't, whatever it is, you think I might be mentally ill, just tell me. Just tell me. Right. And then when they can admit that, it's like so much easier for me. Right. Now I know where you are and I know right. like you're, right. not, you're not listening, you're not hearing, and I'm not going to waste my time. I don't need you to fucking listen to me, you know, if we're not going to be friends. And and um, I'm guessing that you get like a but lot. But it's also beautiful and yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I was going to uh, yeah. say. It's I was going to say amazing. you get a lot of support, I bet. People really love you for what you. Jesus, it's the only way I can be identified. You yeah, know but, what I mean? But, and but, only the only way I can be seen is to talk about it and go. And also, I'm, I've gotten mail from other non-transitioning trans people that feel like they can't come out. They can't tell anyone about it, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or they didn't know that there was a word for it. They thought they were insane. They wondered why they didn't look like all the other boys and girls when they were little, just like me. You know what I mean? They wondered why their penis didn't grow in or why right. they could still feel it. And it wasn't there, you know, and they, all these things, you know, and. So you actually, what I was going to say before, that, you know, your wife just seems like she must give you so much love. Like, you guys have a really good thing, it seems to me. She's incredible. And that must really be, like, a safe haven for a lot of this, I bet. Right? Makes life really tolerable. She's the reason I I even found the word transgender. Mm -hmm. She felt me the way I had always felt myself. Wow. And called me out a little bit. she helped you self-identify yeah that's beautiful so do you actually feel like you have a penis is it like you know when they say you have like a your a a phantom arm or something if you have an arm arm is it anything like that when you have your arm amputated people say you have an an, i mean i'll tell you um this is not for all trans people and not all trans dudes but and and i think non-trans people also have have this i think that we know very little about the biology of the brain and what happens in the womb and we're still learning yeah um but one of the things that i've learned uh and i've done more research on recently and found that i'm Mm -hmm. not the only one uh i actually grew up feeling my dick and balls, feeling my junk, uh, knowing that it would grow in eventually. And when it didn't, I was panicked and devastated and then thought, oh, well, I guess I must be a lesbian because I happened to like girls. Uh, mm-hmm. um, also, that was an issue because my father was a minister and I was wow. like, oh, now I'm going to hell. I enrolled wow. myself in ex-gay therapy, all this shit, but I never identified really as a lesbian Never identified as a woman. You know, I really tried, and the community was good to me. I tried, but it, it just... Right. I always it wasn't who you were. Binary. And um, what the fuck was the question? I just got lost. Um, I don't know, but you know what? Um, let's do a station ID because it's uh, the half hour. And cool. um, I want to remind people how great Radio Free Brooklyn is and that you should be listening to it 
like all the time, the whole 24-7 that it's on because they've got really great shows. And you're listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, and I'm speaking to this really interesting uh, person, Hennessy, and it's too complicated to explain right now what's going on, but you should listen, and and then it'll be up on the site. I can explain it easily. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm a boy. But I didn't develop like other boys. I developed female. And so, so we're talking about that. So, ha- yeah, th- well, you obviously have a lot of radio experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just Whatever. Lot of talking Whatever. About it. So I just, My pee-pee doesn't look like other boys. So what happened like growing up? Like how did that, like you were, you know, you were expecting to have, um, a you know. Oh, male phantom ch- phallus feeling. Yes, uh, I do have phantom limb syndrome. I read that you can be born without a limb or lose a limb, uh, and yet you still have the mapping in the brain for it. So the mapping in the brain for my dick and balls is there. I've always known how big it is, where my balls are at can in conjunction with my dick. You know, it, it got hard. It, it hurt for a long time. For years and years it hurt <coughs> until I found POV jerk-off porn. Wait, what happened? You're, wait, I'm sorry. I just got distracted by a technology thing. No so so can you just say that again? Sure. I do have phantom limb syndrome okay. in uh, my junk area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt it. Uh, it's one of the things that really plagued me growing up mm-hmm. um, and, and still does sometimes. I'm also grateful for it now more so. Um, but yeah, it's always been there. It used to hurt a lot. Then I found jerk off porn, Neat. and it and I I would watch it and jerk off to the jerk off porn, and that helped the pain go away. And then later, I read about mirroring therapies for people with phantom limb syndrome, where they show you a mirror image of your missing limb, and then you do actions with it, and uh, your other limb mirrors it. You do the same actions, which it, it, so it looks so you 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 think that you're looking at your limb that's moving, even though it's not there. And that actually takes the pain away. And it's a therapy that they use with that that I found at a young age. Wow. No so you're really smart and in touch, pardon the pun. So can <laughs> we say that you were using like your clitoris as a penis? Um, nope. Okay. Nope. My phantom limb, just that. Just like there was nothing there and you were doing using that. Uh, yeah, I was basically stroking it as one would stroke a dick. And I, I would also pull, I mean, we're getting really like into semantics of my fucking junk here. No, no. But I mean, I'm just asking. Which is fine. That, I, yeah, I mean, it's just like I just, you know. I'm just that's pointing out. I'm, I think they're thinking that. Just, I think they're thinking of that. Of course they are <laughs> because we're so fucking obsessed with peepees in this country because we're never allowed to talk <laughs> How, about them. And you, then they become would you rather not things. discuss it? I mean, you don't have to. You know, is it something you're not like that psyched about discussing? No, no. I'm just, I just wanted to oh, point. Okay. I, no, I well, just don't want, blame you if you are. <laughs> I don't want to, Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I just want to um, point out. Uh, that you would never ask another adult human being about their privates. And I just am pointing that out for the audience, not for you. Yeah, maybe. I told you already that that we could talk about this. And this is on a show. I'm just pointing that out. So that's one of the things I deal with on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. So I'm just adding to the point you were making. Yes, that is interesting. Um, I would never have a reason. I would ask, but I don't have much of a reason to. You're right. You know, it's interesting. Well, the vagina and the penis are a lot more similar than you would imagine. I think they are. Uh, I mean, the skin is the same, basically, uh, and all that. You know, there Mm -hmm. are a lot more nerves in a clitoris, I'm told. I've never had any connection with uh, my, quote, vagina or wow. t- never, never, never felt good, bad, and different. I just wow. pretty much not there unless I, you know, go get checked up. And then it's like, I don't know, you know. Wow. But I've I've always had a connection to my dick and that phantom phallus feeling. And when the pain went away, it was a lot better for me. But I surely never spoke about it or told anyone you know until later i i I read uh, another trans man had a similar experience and i was like oh fuck then i started answering asking more questions see that is really i mean i think that is really interesting and it is really helpful to hear it frankly because um for me hearing it from you it helps me dimensionalize what i kind of already know it just helps put the science behind it a little mm. bit mm-hmm. yeah so I mean, it's actually too. pretty helpful to I'm hear about it and learning. i appreciate it i appreciate it oh yeah 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 of course so how tell me about like how you what what adolescence was like for you have you talked about this a lot 
what adolescence was like oh, for you? Is this no, not typical? so much adolescence. No, no. Oh, okay. So what was it like? Like, how did you manage that with your family? Were they really conservative? Like, what happened? Uh, they weren't, you know, they were Christian, but they weren't really conservative. Like, um, as soon as I started developing around the age of six or seven, you know, little tatas, um, my moobs, uh, my mom told me that I had to start wearing a shirt around the house. Mm-hmm. And that was so embarrassing and so shitty and so fucking, like, Oh God! Oh, that's one of the worst. You mean it felt really emasculating? I mean, God, yes, yes. Oh. Even as a six-year-old, like, fuck, man. God. Is that how old were you were? Oh yeah, yeah. When your mom told you you had to wear a shirt? Yeah, about six. Or I seven. guess that makes sense, really, when you think about yeah, it. Nothing to do house, with development. Yeah, but a lot yeah. of guys were over a lot. Like, not <laughs> not for my mom. Just like my, I had a couple brothers in the attic. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I wasn't allowed to wear <laughs> like a bikini or two-piece at age six. You know, I mean, so, yeah, I would I never have see. in my life. But uh, I definitely yeah, was no, wearing my, trunks. They were really, yeah. They were really like, yeah. So, and then I, from then on, I began wearing like two sports bras at a time. Uh, my my, I shared a closet with my dad for a long time. Anytime the wind would blow against me, I would just pull the shirt away from my chest uh, for fear of anyone seeing my, you know, uh-huh. uh huh, Some like to call them boobs, boobs, <laughs> whatever those things are. And and yeah, and that's when I realized, oh fuck, my penis isn't going to grow in. What am I going to do? And it's like you know, elementary school. If you really want to learn where you are in the blue or pink. You know, public elementary school is the place because they divide you by, you know, girls and boys all the time. I mean, I, I standing in the girls line. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, in middle school dressing in the girls locker room. And just because it's so fucking separated, I'm like, ah, like I want to scream and run out or like, fuck, man, there's all these girls. And, ah, like it's so, so stressful or I'm alone in a room with a girl and it's like. Well, you know, you oh God, right? Kind of shit. And and not just it's like oh man, and and then I'm with a bunch of dudes, and I'm just so comfortable, and it's like fucking not a deal. And most most uh, most of the times, guys will get my male energy, you know, even if they don't know how to put words to it or whatever, right? Right? You know, and it's not like oh, this is a cool lezzy, you know. It's just like all right, you know, yeah. It's not one of the girls or anything like that. It's just there's no. There's no tension or no question or no whatever, you know. So how did your parents deal with it? Like, I mean, as a six-year-old, I mean, like, how do you express that? Like, how did how did how did your parents? How did you work that out with your parents? Or I mean, have you? I used to be like, when I'm a big boy, I'm gonna dot dot dot, you know. And they would all think it was cute, so they just went with it. They're like, oh yeah, totally. When you're a big boy, you know, and and uh, they never really treated me like a girl or a boy. They just treated me like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple pictures with uh, me in dresses because I only let my mom do it a couple times for those pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look pissed off in everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how did I deal with it? I didn't. I hit it. I hit it. I didn't have much of a puberty because I I couldn't. Were you depressed? Oh, my God. I thought I was going to hell for most of my life. For most of my oh, life from the time wow. I was six years old to the time I was like 20, 21. So how did you deal with that? Did you have a therapist? No. So I wrote, I prayed, I wrote in my journal a lot. You wrote. So you 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 made a creative out you're that's partly why you're a creative person today, right? Or where uh, I don't think or, it's why, why but it's I not it, why, but it's partly where it's developed. I think it's given me a lot to work with. Mhm. How do you feel about it now? Are you th- are are you like are, are is there a lot that you're grateful about it? In a way, grateful for, or is it? Uh-huh. It's not, or it's both. Really, probably. That's it's on a day to day, on a day to day basis. Sometimes I'm grateful mm-hmm. because I do identify with the women's struggle mm-hmm. as a man. I think it makes me a better man. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never give you a hard time for your period. That shit is no joke. <laughs> you get your period, right? Yup, yup. Um, I uh, will not. I mean, I, I, I again, it helps me to be able to identify as as a man and what I have the lesbian experience. I have the gay experience. I can identify with a lot of people's struggles and plights and tell a lot of stories. However, is it worth it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, probably on a grander scale, and I do feel that sometimes. But yeah. I also am. I I I feel like I was. 
you know, it's just it's. You it's, didn't have a choice. That's although the thing. it's not the greatest time to be a trans person in the society, in a way, I guess I'm lucky. It's hard for me to be disappointed, and to let myself be disappointed. But it sounds like. But I'm, I am disappointed a lot. You are disappointed. Oh yeah, and I think about transitioning every day. I mean, I I'm, I'm not so much angry as I am, just kind of bummed out. Really? Yeah. Because, like, to me, it seems like you have, I mean, you know, it's easy for me to say, but to me, it seems like you're, although it's, I know, I can't imagine, I'm, I know it's difficult, or I can't, I know I don't know how difficult it is, like, you have such a rich experience of what it means to be a human being and sexuality, like, you must have a perspective on it that is so... And so do um, black people, and so do the queers who got fucked up. As I don't youth. know. I think everybody. I think like black people have a experience about being a human being from an outsider point of view. But I think like you have such a unique experience and such an experience that, that transcends so many different groups and so many different like you. You know. Um, you know that you can fit in or or you can engage in a unique way in so many different. You know, I think it's and, and like on the it, other side, I don't fit in at all anyway. Yeah. I guess it's one of those things that when you're with your people, it's super great. And when you're I don't not, have people. That's the thing. I don't have a people, really. But you have friends. Sure, sure. But I don't really have a people. The trans community, you know, doesn't really have a place. So for how me. do they treat you? The, the the queer community, I don't really fit in with. I don't identify how, as gay how do or they, bi. How do they treat you, though? Do I mean, that's so that's not really your community? I mean, I... It is, but I, I can't identify as much because a lot of them, at least the visible ones, obviously, you know, that are meeting in the groups and in the things are are passing on some level. Are their sex uh, and gender match on some level? Uh, so it's like it, it, it is a little bit of a of a. Well, how do they do they? Accept, I mean, even they there, will refer to me with the wrong pronouns at times, oh, and, and wow. it just is, is, it's, it's and it's not their fault. It's just a testament to how visual we are. Oh, I know, I know, and how. Oh, well, you know, I mean, you want to talk about that? How women are, you know, I mean, yeah, that's why are I say judged, that women, yeah, yeah, can identify are, a lot with. Them. Yeah, they're judged immediately. Mm-hmm. And I as, mean, their value and, is and about as their a look. female and a, a trans person. You know, I I do. I, I can make those um, connections between the two and identify that. Sure, sure. Um, are the trans people respectful of you, or do you have pressure to transition? It, it's every person is different, whether they're trans or not. And so some are really disrespectful. Some uh, will don't, you know, are really vocal about telling me that I am not one of them. <laughs> you know, right. I, so that's. And maybe it's because I'm. Uh, kind of threatening the reasons they transition or or make them think about it again or something. Right, right. But you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. But, you know, it's funny. It reminds me like the art world in a way because like in the art world, you know, there's this whole world of like, oh, we're all artists, right? But then once you're, and and I don't even mean like, you know the I don't mean the art market by any the art market art world. I just mean you know the ident the group of artists mm-hmm. the, the world of artists that i uh when whatever they are that I know or participate with mm-hmm. um but then there's so many levels of like acceptance you know I always say you can see how well your art career is going by who says hello to you at the openings and you know, you do mm. get discriminated against or accepted on like some really like minutia levels that um, only an, another art person would be able to accept or discriminate against you on. You know, like, oh, you're doing this kind of work or you didn't make it into that show or maybe you were in that show. And like if you weren't like if I just show last year and I did sold a lot of work and then everybody's like your best friend for the next six months mm-hmm. and then they forget who you are i mean i'm i'm like so over that because i you know that's part it's, it's not part personal it, right? it's not personal but um i think what you're saying is like when you get down into the minutiae of it you're more likely to get judged or evaluated by people who are in your own community sometimes oh, right humans are pack animals yeah but but i do want to say that i have a lot of really good trans buddies. Yeah. My buddy Jesse, um, my buddy Raf, mm-hmm. my buddy um, uh, Shmi, my buddy, um, you know, 
wit. Like, I've got so many trans friends that are just, I mean, even though maybe a couple of them have even fucked up my pronouns, I know they've never looked at me as anything but me. Right, right. That is what's really important, isn't it? That is. The pronouns are only important right now because, unfortunately, they're important right now. Well, also, it is a big, you know, for some reason, transsexualness has had, like, with the TV shows and all that stuff, it's, like, culturally hot in our society right now, Mm. now that we've got made... um, Well, that's actually why. (laughs) What? Oh, yeah, you're trying to... I was was so cool that you're trans. (laughs) I was hip when it... I was a uh, lesbian when it was hip to be a lesbian, and now I'm a tranny when it's hip to be a tranny. You know, I think that's really smart. Yeah, it's totally a career move. It is, especially if you're an actor. It's the longest April Fool's joke ever. Yeah, Uh, yeah, if you're an actor, why... Of course, uh, of course. I'm joking. So, I know this. <laughs> so, so we've got 15 minutes left. So, I want to know, like, is there something that um, we haven't discussed that would help help you know round round out our conversation? Like, um, you know, did you want to talk about you and I'm never I I'm the worst with this. You I get stuck it. on it. Chemda, chemda, perfect, chemda, chemda, chemda. It's like hem the pants with a. Um, do you want to talk about how you guys met, or is there some? something that you can add that I that I didn't know to ask. Well, you know David Jeunesse, right? I'm not sure. I feel like I maybe. probably do. I don't know. I don't know offhand. I can't picture him. Who, how, who is it? You're uh, well, Hamden and I met in a gypsy rock musical called Viva Pachiva that ah. David Jeunesse wrote, um, ah. who's also an art star guy. Uh-huh. And um, I probably recognize. I'll go look him up. I'm sure I do know him. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and uh, so that's how I played her alcoholic stripper aunt. Oh wow! So you who did she? Who cast you? Paul Smithyman, the director. But so we've been together for about seven years. Got married on uh, Maui in last February, and my dad did the wedding and used male pronouns the entire time. Oh, so how it, that must have been so amazing. Yeah. Um, so how things did, really do get better? Yeah, <laughs> they can. They yeah. Can. So how? How did um how did how did your parents like how did you finally come out to them and get that how how is that with your parents? It was harder to come out as a lesbian than it was as a straight boy. Um, <laughs> I, male privilege. Just joking. Um, <laughs> I I just you know they always knew I kind of identified more masculine uh right uh, and even if i were the girliest girl like girliest most feminine thing in the world you know i would still be trans i would still be male you know i would just be a femi dude which i've met trans dudes that are super femi you know um well and that's another thing you know it's just well i think the default for you is lesbian right isn't that what everybody probably thinks first if they see me making out with a chick yeah or i mean maybe they see you as i mean like if they're gonna put a stereotype on i mean if i'm wearing regular clothes i I guess i look a little lesbianic yeah but maybe mayhaps you know yeah i i mean not that i i don't know i'm i as i say i I have the worst gaydar that's but that's another thing i gotta like fucking think about oh man if i wear a dress are my friends gonna think of me as less of a man now or you know i you're never gonna catch me in a dress but if i wanted to yeah right You know what I mean? No, but I'm saying like your parents probably were comfortable or somewhat comfortable thinking, oh, she's a lesbian. That's like. No, they were not. No, no. So what no, happened there? No, no, so no. So how no, did that no. go? No, they thought, you know, queers were going to hell too. So did you did you just tell them you were a lesbian? I, I, I brought my girlfriend, Heather, out to Maui with me and, and uh, a, a few times. And the last time we just said, okay, we're not going to hide anything this time, but we're not going to tell anyone. So after mm-hmm. she left... My parents confronted me, and I told them. Um, I write that I have a one-person show called Typecast mm-hmm. uh, that I'm working on with Judy Gold now. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of goes into this, you know, just kind of tells my story mm-hmm. in a comical, uh, comical way, rather comical. I'm George Bush now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. What's funnier than a boy with titties, I guess? No, I think it, yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be really great. So you told... So, so I told the, I told him that that was really tough to deal with, you know. We were got, they crying? Oh, yeah, my dad cried for the first time. I saw him cry. And is it really about going to hell? Is that really what it is? Yeah, and it's about... I think he was mostly sad that I felt like I couldn't come to him with it. <gasps> well, then. that's pretty beautiful. It is, it is, but... That's really beautiful. But it was also annoying because he should have known why. You mean because he, he should have known why I couldn't come to him with that? 
because the way he spoke about gays, which was not hateful, but which was not great, you know, mm-hmm. it was more like their condition or their mental issues or well, whatever. Well, he's a minister, a minister, yeah. Which is what a what what is that? Episcopal you Catholic, non denominational Christian. Oh, okay. I would say now both my parents are atheists. They just haven't let go of the title of Christian. I think. Does your father is your father still a minister? Yeah, he does weddings in mm-hmm. Maui now. He just started doing they same moved sex to weddings. Maui. Yeah, I grew up there. You grew up in Maui. Yeah. Well, that's really exotic. Mm-hmm, yeah, well, I was the only white kid in my whole school, so I didn't really have time to worry about being trans. Ah, well, that might have given you the opportunity to actually become more who you are, because since you didn't, you weren't one of them. You, you, you. Got I was to even make more it. fucking beat no, up. No, <laughs> but, but I, I, I think you know. I think there's a lot of. Um, I don't want to just say strength. Strength is part of it, but I think there's a lot of personal. Um, insight that you have like a lot of you're very i think you have to be really connected with who you are and your own your own being on a very physical and emotional level to be able to live no to be able to identify so specifically and articulately what who you are do you see that i mean i i'm i try to I, I think as long as you ask questions and you mm-hmm. never stop asking questions, you'll you just take more and more steps to getting there. You know, so long as you can talk about it and take the poison out of things and the the misknowledge out of things mm-hmm. and, and identify with people. You know, you just raise your awareness, you raise your energy levels, you raise your vibrations. As hippie I'm, as that sounds, it's very scientific. No, I'm giving I'm giving you a compliment, and you're deflecting. Oh, You're no. deflecting. Oh, am I? Yes. Oh, shit. I am a performer. <laughs> and oh. you, you well, thank own you. that. Thank own you. Own that. You know, that's the big reason why you are who you are, I think, is because. And probably why you're I deflect able- compliments. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, and you know, I mean, yeah, own own that. Like, yeah, own that. Thank I mean, you. you deserve it, man. Thank you. you deserve all of that. Well, more. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, I do appreciate so it. So you were kind of, that's it. But I find that interesting that you were an outsider, how you grew up, because I do think that that probably did set you up to like be on your own path a bit no i think it definitely made you, me more insightful and more able to see others in a in a different kind of way and being you know the only white kid and now kind of uh, a, a rare sort of trans breed out anyway mm-hmm. uh, and growing up you know not really talking about myself and identifying as something other than what i was is i, I think all those things do add Add mm-hmm. a certain perspective mm-hmm. because I had to understand where those kids were coming from, why right. they were mean to me, right, and where that came from. I have to, un- I had to understand why my friends can't get my pronouns right, even though they say they see me, right. I have to understand all these things. Well, so it's like, or else I'll just be angry. Well, you have one thing I don't have, which is patience. I have tolerance, but you have to also have patience, and I think those are those are like things skills that you probably developed in that in that way. Maybe so. You had to, I actually trans. I don't know what the word is. Transition change. You ha- actually started out as a lesbian, and then you had to change into or change or or whatever it is. Recognize, I, identify as a trans person. Right. right. I never was a lesbian. I was never a lesbian. I identified with that title for a minute because I thought if I wasn't a lesbian, I must be insane. Mm-hmm. So how did you... Because with this body, there's no way I could be straight. No, but I mean, how did you figure out that you were a straight male? From When I learned the word transgender, when I learned that there were other guys that looked like me. And when, when, how old were you or how did that happen? Or it was after I met Hamda. Yeah. Um, she said, uh, you're a man. I don't know. You feel like a man. I've, I'm straight. I don't, I've been waiting for myself to uh, miss something, but I feel your dick. And I'm sorry that I had to say that to you. And I started to cry. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'd ever say that to anyone. Like, that's wow. crazy. And I'm like, no, no, you, you see you me f- and you feel me. And, and I don't know how rare it is, how, fa- you know, rare phantom phallus syndrome is, but I know it must be even more rare for someone uh, to feel your, you know, phantom dick. Wow. Um, and that's when I knew I was going to marry her. 
Um, and wow. then my, my buddy Emmy, who had taken gender studies and all this, was like, duh, you're a dude, read this book. And it was called Becoming a Visible Man by Jameson Green, another trans dude. And we had a lot of similar experiences. And it finally put words to my insanity or what I thought was insanity. And it's, you know, it put a condition to it. And it, it put, a, it put a, a real, it's like there's actually dudes out there that, that, that look like you and me uh, and women out there that look like, you know, Tom or Joe or Dick. So, uh, so actually, I think um, it's skin deep. It's a lot simpler than we try to make it. Yeah, yeah, obviously, it's just peepees. Yeah, no, I I get that. I get that. But I think what's also really um, wonderful is that um, you kind of went through that with another person who I who identified it in you, like yeah. somebody that you were intimate with that you had, you know, a love, a mutual love and respect for. And was able to help you find who you were, and I think that that made it must have made it so much more. Oh God, affirming, or not just affirming. I mean, safe, right? Oh, completely. That must have been like like seven, six, six years ago. Well, can I ask you how old you were then? Um, Yeah, I was. uh, Let me see. Oh, I just turned thirty-one. So Mm -hmm. thirty-one, thirty, twenty-nine, twenty-seven. I'm twenty-five. You're 25. You were 25. I was then. 25. Yeah. So that must have been like just so, like such a like. Love I don't that. know what that was like. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was just like oh my god, oh my and god. And that that was, but it was all also in very vulnerable and very like. Ooh, do I admit this? Do I admit this thing that I've been holding all my life? Like, do I admit this? Do I tell her more about it? Like, is she gonna, you know? Uh, well, was it like a secret? transgender to me? That word tranny is like I imagine chicks with dicks and feather boas and Jerry Springer. You yeah. know, but it's like I didn't identify with that. Right, and that was, I mean, that was still, f- what, did, what did you say, seven years ago? Yeah, yeah. And so seven years ago, um, that was not a big t- trans, wasn't that chic? No, no, it wasn't. And I, I came out on Keith and the Girl and spoke about it um, on their episode. Called Which one? More What's th- the number? I, I don't remember the number, but okay. it's called More Than Meets the Eye. Oh, okay. Because I, uh, I, <laughs> I um, fucking, what's the word when you, oh, I compared myself to a transformer. Oh, that's funny. So, um, did you feel like somebody like Hamda had um, found a secret in you, or identified a secret in you, oh, or did it, totally. or was it more like she just put words to something that you knew? Was it something that you were consciously keeping secret, or no, uh, no? Was it just no, it, oh, I mean, that's what it is? You know, what I, was it? it? It was a frustration that I didn't have words for. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It did f- feel like she was exposing me a little bit, like it was a secret, being kind of you know, like she pull- pulled my kilt off. Um, but but it was the best. It was in the safest, most beautiful way. Hmm. And and so after that, you know, I started asking more questions. Started recognizing that there's other boys and, born and like re- me. And read the book. Got the book. Did she get it for you? Did you look into that? My buddy you? Emmy gave it to me. Oh, she had read it as a kind of a textbook, and she oh, was like, "Oh, wow, you're a dude. Just read this. You're a trans dude, transgender." And I'm like, "What's transgender?" So it so it kind of um it kind of came to you. So yeah. y- you know you know what's really uh really um so like touching about this story that is so i think universal is that if you really can dig into yourself and connect to other people and really have a relationship and be yourself and be real i hate saying that be yourself but i mean just the power of what a real and it doesn't have to be a sexual relationship it can just 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 the power of connecting to another person can make you so much bigger than yourself and i think that uh a lot of we 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 all i do have a lot of fear about those kinds of making those kinds of connections and a lot of inhibition about it and like what you you're a symbol of somebody who is um not held back by inhibition i think yeah that gets me in trouble sometimes okay because we've only got two minutes left and i'm trying to think of some like profound oh, fabulous way a, to I'll tell you a factoid okay. I just learned recently okay there okay so intersexed is uh, someone that is born with either t- two PPs or a, you know PPs that don't match you know uh, what is considered normal okay um, to, okay so they're born with you know a vagina and a penis or balls and a vagina or some variation or right. none or whatever the fuck right. 
Um, there are more recorded cases of intersex people in the world than there are Jews. Interesting. You more know, recorded cases of intersex. Now, I'm transsexed, so, you know, it's like a step further in the development process. But somewhere in the middle there of cis, which is gender and sex match, to trans is right. intersex. You know, that's really interesting. Like, if they if that became much more publicized or if there were books on that or pictures of that or people could see that all together. Well, we're doing it now, baby. You're doing a book like that? No, we're talking about it. Oh, right. Um, but I think, like, if people got used to that as an idea, like, I mean, it makes perfect sense, yeah. then we would be more accepting and open about sexuality in general and actually yeah and actually we all need to be more open and accepting about sexuality in every sort of way yeah and gender and identity that's right and 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 fucking reality (laughs) yeah how about just some reality Uh, let's just get want to be a dude (laughs) (laughs) i can't all right so Sorry, um, anyway, <laughs> I think we're going to um, wrap this up. I.